This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times afternoon briefing on Monday the 1st of March. Health officials are attempting to trace a missing person in the UK who's known to have contracted the COVID-19 variant that originated in Manaus in Brazil. It's believed to be more contagious and better at evading antibodies. In an interview on Times Radio Breakfast, Vaccine Deployment Minister Nadim Zahawi was asked how confident he is that the person in question will be found. Public Health England has been pretty good at this. We've been dealing with the South African variant now for a few weeks and have been pretty robust at both identifying through surge testing and then isolation. And so obviously we'd like that individual to come forward. But if you look at the track record, it's pretty good. Six cases have been identified in the UK, but the person who's missing didn't complete their test registration card, so test and trace officials didn't have their contact details. Professor Keith Neal, who has 30 years' experience controlling infectious diseases, says this is what happens when people don't take the pandemic seriously. This actually typifies some of the response Track and Trace have had, where they've been heavily criticised because the people with a positive COVID test don't answer the phone. These are both examples of the failure of the public to actually participate in the public part of the public health response. Myanmar's elected leader Aung San Suu Kyi has appeared in court a month after being detained by the country's military. She's accused of importing walkie-talkie radios, but her legal team say they've not even been able to speak to her. Yesterday, 18 protesters were killed in the worst day of violence since the military coup in the Southeast Asian country. A coalition of dementia support groups have come together to highlight the toll the pandemic has had on those with the condition. It estimates that 34,000 people with dementia have died with the virus since last March. Many relatives, according to the research, feel a lack of contact with family members was a key factor in accelerating a person's illness. James White is head of public affairs at the Alzheimer's Society, which took part in the research and wants the government to take action. Unquestionably, reform of the social care system and so that people have access to the care that's right for them when they need it. It's something that should be done as a matter of urgency. And I think that would be a really kind of fitting and appropriate step as we hopefully start to come out of of the worst of the pandemic. People smugglers will face life sentences under plans to crack down on channel crossings. The Times has learned that the move will be announced by the Home Secretary, Priti Patel, who's hoping it will provide a greater deterrent to criminals exploiting the growing demand for illegal routes into the UK. And Andrew Lloyd Webber has announced rehearsals for his forthcoming musical Cinderella are underway after the Prime Minister revealed his plan to lift lockdown. The composer says he felt buoyed by the announcement last week after what he described as a harrowing year for theatre. Cinderella is set to be staged at the Gillian Lynn Theatre in London's West End. You can hear more on these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.